Yivamot Perketvav Mishnah Zayin. Seventh Mishnah in the fifteenth chapter of Yivamot. A woman says, comes back from Medina Tayam, and she says, Amra, made Baali, ve'achakach made Chami. My husband, my husband died, and then my father-in-law died. I mean, my husband went with his father on a trip. We all went on a on a fishing trip together. And first the shark came and ate my husband. And then the shark came and ate my father-in-law. So the Mishnah says, first of all, the vis-a-vis Ba'ali, she's ne'emenet. Tinasei v'titok tu bata. Is she ne'emenet vis-a-vis her father-in-law? So the answer is, normally, let's say, if her father-in-law died first. She came and said, my father-in-law died first. So she would not be ne'emenet. Let's go back a couple of Mishnayot to Mishnah Dalet. In Mishnah Dalet, we learn that a woman is not reliable, for example, bat chamota, Okay? She, chamota. Her mother-in-law can't testify that her husband died. So we learned there's reciprocity in there. So if a mother-in-law can't testify about her daughter-in-law, a daughter-in-law also can't testify about her mother-in-law because they hate each other. And there's like a, even though they love each other, some of them might, nonetheless, halachically, we make a rule. So, if she came back and said, made chami my father-in-law died, she would not be there a minute. Just like her mother-in-law, we would not be reliable about her. But here she says something interesting. She said, my husband died first. When her husband died, her father-in-law is still in the boat, is not her father-in-law anymore. He's her former father-in-law. So maybe you'll say, since she said, maybe she's ne'emetit now. She's reliable. But her mother-in-law, her mother-in-law cannot remarry because she's not reliable about her mother-in-law. Even though, because she's not, even though, her, even though she already said, my husband died. Okay. Oh, she talked about her mother-in-law, right? So, but, so now if her mother-in-law is about Israel the Kohen, married to a Kohen, then her mother-in-law is a Lichuma, like we learned in the last Mishnah. Because since the woman is not Ne'emenet about her father-in-law, she's not Ne'emenet at all. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Rabbi Akiva says, just like we learned in the last Mishnah, that's not the way to get her out of sinfulness, meaning you have to be machmir. Yeah, she cannot remarry because she can't rely on her daughter-in-law's testimony. But, she's prohibited from eating truma at all. Why? Because maybe she told the truth. And if she told the truth, then she's a Ba'i Yisrael that's no longer married to a Kohen. Now the Mishnah is going to turn to two interesting cases of Safek where we don't know exactly what to do. This is a Mishnah. Man married one woman, but one of five women. She doesn't know which one of them he married. Every one of them said, he married me. So what do you do? How do you get out of this situation? Why a person would do such a thing, I have no idea. Probably should know who you married. So the Mishnah says, You have to give a get to each one. What about the money? Because you have to owe the money of the ktubah. So one of them gets a ktubah. So you put the money in between them, and get out of there. You mean you only have to pay once. So says Rabbi Tarfon. Meaning, okay, you have to give each one again, but the money you only pay once. I guess we're going on these cases of Rabbi Kiva saying, because you have this, we had this in the last mission as well. So, no, you can't do that. Not only do you have to give a get to each one, you have to pay So the Gemara says, that's crazy. Why should you have to pay me suffix? Normally we don't make you pay me suffix. So the Gemara says, we're talking about a case, okay? 
he slept with her. Okay, meaning you're not allowed to do that. You do normally to do kiddushin with kesef and shtar. And then you consummate the marriage later. He violated the words of the Rabbanan and he slept with her. He did kiddush with kiddushin bebiyah. Since he did that, he gets a fine. We, we knas him, we fine him and say, no, okay, you did that? Rabbi Kiva says, you pay the ketubah lechol lechat be'echai. If you're going to sleep with somebody, you should probably know who you did when you married her. Next case. Gazal echad michamisha. Let's say a person stole money. This is a very interesting case. You stole money from one of five people. And you don't know who you stole from. And everyone says, you stole from me. Tarfa says, you only stole once. So what you do is, you put the money in between them, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and you get out of there. You remove yourself. So says Rabbi Tarfan. Why you stole once, you only have to pay back once. And let them work it out. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, no. This is not how you remove yourself from Avera. Rather, You have to repay the gzela from each one. Because you have an obligation. The Pasuk says, You have to return that which you stole. You want to be meshiv the gzela that you stole? In this case, the only way to do it is pay the gzela to each person each person who claims you stole from them. And if you want to, if you don't have that problem, some, there are all, four people are lying, but you don't have the problem. Don't steal from anyone at all. We'll stop here and dedicate our learning. In the memory of my father, Arab Simcha, means Have a good day.